Hey everyone, it's Lavelle Miller here with the Wild Word of L podcast. Um, a lot of you guys will be getting this probably late or may not even get to hear it at all. If you decide to go back and listen to it, I may have points um, about these event that's coming up. And I'm talking about UFC Fight Night Cerrone versus Gaethje. Um, it is happening tomorrow, September 14th um, in Vancouver, um, Canada. I've been meaning to do this uh, a couple of days earlier this week. I didn't get to it. So uh apologize for that. Hopefully you check it out before the event starts. Or if not, you can go ahead and check it out afterwards because there's still tons of information that you may are thinking about and who knows I may call the fight exactly to the T. So thanks for checking out this pod and I hope you enjoy. So tomorrow starts the action pack fight between Nano Cerrone and Justin Gaethje. Um, this happened in the lightweight division. This is a fight that a ton of fans have been looking forward to um, since it was originally announced a few months ago. Um, there are a couple other fights on here that could be um, interesting, but, you know, we typically always come for the main event, so it's always nice to go ahead and start with that. So to start it all off, I will go with Justin Gaethje. We already know how this man's going to fight. If you've never seen a Justin Gaethje fight before, he is definitely one you would want to see. You wouldn't even know that he was a Division One All-American wrestler because he doesn't even use his wrestling um, he barrages his people with strikes and kicks that he swings for the fences every single time he attempts to land. Um, his biggest thing is throwing leg kicks. Why, you ask? Because if he throws his leg kicks, then you can't run. And then you just run straight into his fist or his knees or whatever else he wants to do on top of that. Um, like I said, his style is pretty, it's pretty predictable. Um and I don't see him changing anything up before his career ends, which is sad. But what I assume what he will be doing is, of course, marching forward. Donald Cerrone is a notorious slow starter. Excuse me, you all. Uh, he's a notorious slow starter. Um, so Justin will be marching him down, throwing those kicks at him. Uh, of course, Donald is good with checking these leg kicks uh, with his Muay Thai based background. And... Um, and good on countering based off his circling. Um, he will be um, probably, well, actually, I think they're about the same height, um, actually. But anyway, so it takes away a point that I was going to uh, mention. I thought this fight was at, I know I said lightweight. I don't know why I thought it was a different weight class. But anyway, so Donald has... Uh, He's susceptible to the body um, due to uh, liver and intestinal issues that he's had before. So I look to Justin to capitalize on that and close the show uh, relatively early. Um, if you look at his striking um, differential, he obviously he absorbs more than he lands. Um, he lands 
uh, at a high rate early, it tends to fade late, um, which is probably expected when you throw as much as he does. He doesn't, and with as much power he does, he doesn't give himself time to not necessarily warm up, but he doesn't give himself um, any other type of uh, way to win the fight. So it's balls or walls or nothing on the Donald side of it. Donald has a lot of good counter knees, um, which will be good for Justin moving in, throwing them shots, keeps his hands up, throwing knees. Going to make Justin Justin's going to have to respect that and move back. Donald is obviously a very good leg kicking threat himself. He tends to do that uh, very so often. Submission wise, he's very good off his back. So if Justin did decide to take him down, um, look for Donald to go for arm bars and triangles, as well as damage him on the bottom um, with elbows. Um, and like with his knees and stuff in the clinch, if they do end up clinching, it will be Donald's the one who will be initiating all the knees and elbows off the contact with those or more often than not, he's got a very fast switch knee if he needed to throw those, um, at any time. Um, and then he's really good at circling. The problem is that, uh, Donald, a lot of times strikes in a straight line, which is what the Muay Thai style is. Uh, which will give Justin the opportunity to come over top with the right hand um, uh, on on uh, Donald's blitz, if that is the case. Uh, it's, it's hard to really sit there and describe the fight or dissect this fight because of how Justin actually fights. Donald, and recently, when he was fighting at 170, he would initiate a lot of the takedowns. Uh, attempts and I really believe he did that at 170 not because he thought he would get the takedown or you guys wanted to respect the takedown because if he did get it I think that was a way to speed up the fight for him per se by him being on the ground and having to deal with the elbows punches and knees the whole time um, on the way up which helps him start a lot faster when he comes into the second round because he's a little bit more warm uh so, with that being said, I'm going to give the fight to Justin. Um, of course, he's a lot more reckless, but I look at it as Justin has um, hit the amount of volume that he puts on with how slow Donald starts can be a problem for him. And especially when he starts attacking the body with a lot of those kicks, Donald's body can't hold up to him. And he throws a lot of good things into the body um, as well. Uh, and then if it became a, a legit grappling match, uh, depending on you, well, you would assume, and that's what they, you know, what they say about assumptions, but you would assume that Gaethje would have kind of an advantage on the grappling on the ground, but he probably hasn't done it in so long. It probably would easily go to Donald. And actually to me, it doesn't matter who it is. If Donald's on his back, he could sub pretty much anybody, set you in the traps. Um, hold you in the mission control, throw his elbows if he needed to the entire time. But I, like I said, I will go with uh, Gagey just because of the sheer volume that he's willing to put on uh, with that shorter amount of time. Um, like I said, I'm going to try to make this, well, I didn't really say this, but if you ain't figured it out by now, I'm going to try to make this relatively short. Um, there's not a lot, there's some interesting fights, like I said, but it's not a lot. Like the co-main event, Glover Teixeira versus uh, Nikki Krilov. Um, this will be an interesting fight between pretty much you want to call them two grapplers. 
uh, Nikolai Krilov is not much of a grappler as much. He typically goes forward uh, the entire time um, and putting and trying to put people to sleep. He's very aggressive. When he first came in the UFC, this is his second uh, tenure in there. Uh, when he first came to the UFC, he was uh, beating the brakes off of folks, um, either with submissions or the or the hands. And he got released for some odd reason. Uh, and uh, it was after one of his losses, but he had finished everybody he had uh, previous to that. But... Um, he mixes up his subs and wins. You know, he's he's ten knockouts, fifteen subs, um, respectively. And he's just a he's really good. You don't know where he's gonna go, but he's gonna go forward the whole time. Glover Teixeira, um, you know, fought John Jones uh, for the title one time. He. I was close to getting a title shot again till he ran into uh, Anthony Rumble Johnson. And then when he thought he was on the way back up again, ended up getting beat by uh, Alexander Gustafson. Um, then, you know, but he's on a, a winning streak right now. Um, he's got two in a row, both by subs. And he is pretty good at uh, getting the fight to the ground if he needs to. He has really good boxing, so if he needs to throw hands, he does throw hands. He's throwing hands uh, more often than not a lot of times because he doesn't really look to get the takedown unless you are right against a fence, which is the same thing that a lot of people do. But uh, what will be interesting is if he went for the takedown. Oh, excuse me. Uh, uh, Kreloff will be willing to go there with him and it'll be a matter of who has the better control on the ground and, and who's going to be able to control the positions a lot better. You will believe that Glover would have the advantage in this. But uh, that I am not too sure of. But he will... He will be able to control a lot of uh, the range as because of his boxing. The way he'll be able to throw his jab and circle off if he needs to, he will be able to control the range a whole lot more. If, if Kreloff gets too reckless, um, he will end up being caught. Uh, he ended up... Was it Kreloff that he fought? No, it was a Kreloff. Uh, I'm trying to think. No, he did fight the guy. This is uh, I'm mixing two people up. But, so, that has uh, implications of being another high-impact fight between those two who could be interesting on the feet or the ground. Um, and I will give the edge uh, to Glover um, just ever so slightly over uh, a Kreloff. A Kreloff is he just because of whatever reason he's fell short in these situations for him that could make a break. 
um, his career. The UFC has attempted uh, a few times to get him there, and it's like he dominates to who he should dominate when they give him that step up in competition is when he tends to have a lot of the issues. So um, we'll go with Glover with that. Um, trying to round it out here just to give you guys a couple of more matches that you may or may not want to see. This fight card is on ESPN Plus, so you have to have ESPN Plus to be able to access this data, this information. Is uh, Todd Duffy is making his return against Jeff Hughes. Jeff Hughes, if you guys do not know who that is, he is a training partner of one Steve Miocic. That's right, the UFC heavyweight champion. He is getting his first fight against uh, Todd Duffy, who has not fought in the, in the UFC for over four years. I do believe, yes. July 2015 was his last fight when he got knocked out um, by Frank Mir. I remember seeing that fight. Uh, but... To make a long story short about uh, his fighting style, and I'm sure that it will reign the same, is he rushes full speed and throws hands off the rip. He does not uh, have a lot of... um, Movement is the wrong thing, but he will go straight. He will go straight forward and throw these uh and throw these hands. Um, he had planned to return previous, but he did have some uh, injuries and stuff, and uh, and it had this really bad staff infection. But yes, he'll be back to fight Jeff Hughes. Um, so Todd Duffy is probably gonna fight the same way he always does. Uh, Jeff Hughes, it'll be interesting to see. I believe he got a contract on the Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. And since he trains with Stipe, you could just imagine that he probably had some pretty good uh, wrestling. And so, you know, I would I would go that uh, Jeff Hughes is probably going to get this uh He's probably going to get this uh, W. Um, and it's not necessarily due to the hiatus. It has more to do with the fighting style. That's how W has. And that style does not work against these heavyweights who are attempting to become the best in the world. They're not going to allow somebody to uh, just march them down and uh, just throw these punches winging in the wind with uh, reckless regard for anything else that happens. Um, Uriah Hall, um, I mentioned probably about two more fights. Um, yeah, Uriah Hall is fighting Antonio Carlos Jr. That'll fight will be interesting, uh, in the regards of Uriah Hall is either going to add to his highlight film or Antonio Carlos is going to take him down and sub him relatively quickly. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how the fight goes. Um, and pretty much... There's some, not really some no names. Um, they seem to have all the heavier guys except for one heavyweight fight. I guess one lightweight fight. Um, they're all fighting on the the ESPN main card. I mean ESPN Plus main card. Um, 
But Misha Serganov is fighting Jimmy Crude. Jimmy Crude is undefeated. Um, and Misha Serganov is looking to rebound after getting knocked out by uh, uh, Johnny Walker. Uh, I do believe that was his last fight. Let me just verify. Yeah. We got knocked out by Johnny Walker back in March. Um, and he is a beast on the ground. So that'll be interesting. And Jimmy Crew is currently undefeated. Um, and he is also a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. He's been able to catch people with their hands. But... Um, so that's it. I was able to keep this sh as short as I wanted it to because I don't think, one, to be honest, I don't think a lot of you guys are going to be able to check out the card unless you have ESPN Plus, one, and then two, there's not, because of the issue with the main event, there's not a lot to cover in regards of styles, techniques, seeing how stuff works, um, with, you know, I can explain forward pressure over and over again. Um, and Donald with a slow start and compared to Justin Gaethje. If Donald makes it to the third round, Donald will probably finish Justin. Justin has never been to a decision um, in a loss. Um, so, he'll just be pressing. If he presses the whole time, he's able to avoid things like that. The fights that, honestly, they'll probably be the most interesting to check out will be the Glover to Share fight. Um, the end of Uriah Hall fight, just to see how that goes. Uh, and I want to see this this newcomer, Jimmy Crute. Um, probably saying his last name wrong because he's Australian, but um, seeing how that fight goes, how they're able to operate in their space. Uh, Chad Skelly is a very fun fighter. He's fighting on this card as well um, against a tough guy, Jordan Griffin. Uh, Brad Catone is another tough guy. So they're giving some respect on some of these guys out here who are in Canada, because that's the crowd they have to appeal to. But anyway, so hopefully you catch this in time. If you don't, that's my bad, and I'll take full responsibility for it. But if you want the pod to keep growing, what do you have to do? You have to keep pushing forward with these things. So I would like to say thank you guys for checking out the podcast. This is how you become legendary and greatness is earned. I'm not sure